When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My name is Sarah and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. Alongside me, just like every single week, is Mandra Jacob and the world wants to know, what are you drinking or eating? Or Well, Sarah, we are at the end of October here. It's kind of like a spooky season and I'm obviously Ooh. wearing a jacket for the people who are watching the video version obviously. of this on YouTube. If you're not, go check that out. Uh, so yeah, you know what? I'm, as we said a few episodes ago, I am a fall person. Uh, I'm into fall stuff and I hadn't had one of these in a few years actually. So I felt like I needed to like get my badge back. Mm -hmm. I had a PSL. A pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice latte. latte. Did yeah. you see? I got a custom pumpkin spice latte gift card from Starbucks. Maybe that was like uh, subconsciously what influenced me to do this. I um, don't even like pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, that after after all the dirt that has, come, that has come out about you and your disdain for most uh, autumnal things, that doesn't mm -hmm. surprise me. Yeah, um, I had people replying to me being like, but you hate pumpkin spice lattes. And I went, Tut -tut, I don't hate Starbucks. I love Starbucks. Okay, I, I read this thing in a newsletter, newsletter that I subscribe to. And uh, apparently for the last two years, you might, this might be welcome news to you. Pumpkin spiced or pumpkin flavored things have actually been trending downwards for the last two years. Really? Yeah. It's like all my it's influence. Year over year, it's like 1.5% down. So we might soon be seeing that's the because end of pumpkin spice things. No, that's because they start. I asked the question to people the other day, being like, when does fall start? Right. And someone's like, when pumpkin spice lattes come back, those things come back in August now. Yeah, I got invited early. to a pumpkin spice latte event in August. Right. Okay. This is why I held year. off on. I I held off until it was actually cold weather and I could use it to warm up a little bit. Because yeah, you don't want to get that when it's thirty degrees outside or anything no. like that. No. And a place uh, that had a bunch of pumpkin spice themed things, which is what I am eating or drinking this week, is Trader Joe's. Oh right. 
I went, went across on the, the big border. Trader Joe's trip. Trader Joe's trip. Wow, that's like a tongue twister with Tara. And we went across, and she's a pro. If you've ever watched her YouTube videos or anything, she always does Trader Joe's vlogs, is what she's known for, one of the many things. And so I felt like I was with a professional. And I went to Trader Joe's, and there are so many specifically pumpkin and squash themed things like for fall i guess like butternut yeah like like butter (laughs) yeah but like also like butternut squash (laughs) right was like butternut squash mac and cheese do you mess around with butternut squash hells yeah i mess around with butternut squash i love butternut squash butternut squash soup yes my favorite so i picked up one of those i got butternut squash mac and cheese balls oh i got butternut squash um pasta like all these things i haven't taste tested yet but i picked up a bunch of trader joe's staples i'm have yet to try the soup dumplings which is like the most popular thing right so apparently i have to I have to soup up my soup dumplings though, like souped up. Like I have to like put like all this different stuff on them for them to be good, which then I'm like, are they that Hack good? If I, have, I guess, but I've also been told that like the soup, sweet potato gnocchi that I bought, like, yeah. oh, but you can't make it the way it's on the bag. You have to make it the other way. I'm like, what? This is like there's a whole a, Trader Joe's there's secret so, there's menu. There's so coming. many secret menu things to it, but I'm excited to transition into attempting to like fall more by having on my trader joe's treats. okay that's good and i saw actually in a vlog that you posted right on tiktok uh that you brought a cooler as well like you were ready for I this brought trip. a yeti i brought a yeti cooler i wouldn't have thought about that yeah and thank god i did because it kept everything like so cold which was amazing but yeah like you buy it was mostly frozen stuff that you that you're mostly frozen stuff that you're allowed to bring over the border anyways yeah but we did get stopped and we had to pay the tax on oh okay it was a monday afternoon the border guy had nobody else lose there your, like nexus status or like, oh yeah, god no god yeah. no it's worth the 30 dollars i had to paying taxes on this <laughs> stuff. Uh, what about what you're reading or watching this week? I know this year has been a tough... Anyone that listens to the podcast probably was like, oh, Sarah's going to talk about books all the time. But this yeah. year has been like the toughest year for me reading-wise. I just have not been as inspired or I haven't been like finding things that I'm obsessed with. I found my next thing I'm obsessed with. Really? The next thing that is about to become my entire personality, Court of Thorns and Roses, Wait, Akatar. Is this like the three the three of them? There's like or five of them. Maybe there's what three, color is maybe the there's cover? five red. red. I have it in my bag right over there cuz I was reading on my Kobo <laughs> in the car here cuz I can't put it down. I, like, really? I started it yesterday when I was like flying back from the, like or the night before. Yeah. And then I read 300 pages on the plane and I'm literally like in the car like getting my Uber home reading it and then like today I read it on my no lunch break. Way. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. It's it's fairies and it's like it's like fantasy. I've never read fantasy before and I'm like hooked. I thought a- everyone was just joking. Haley, I think, has read these. There's so a whole good. series. She says that they get a little spicy sometimes too. Yeah, no, they too. do. She's they read do. me some passages and I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's, and they do get spicy, but it's like, I don't I don't know what drug they put in the book. Like, I don't know yeah. if I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid of it, but it is in. So wait, you're, are you on the first one? Is that I'm on is? the first one. And this is the one everyone says is even the best one. They're like, oh, Sarah, okay. you have to. They're like, don't DNF it until you get through book two. I'm like, DNF it? This is my favorite book I've read this year so far. Like, do not finish? Does not, yeah, didn't does finish not finish? Or you DNF books all the time. You should know what DNF means. DNF in a marathon. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't start the marathon, so that doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. That's a DNF. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, Akatar. <laughs> fully in it i'm okay fully this is big this is also I'm, exciting that you're you're out of your slump out of my, i might go home tonight and finish the damn book and just wow. like stay up till one or two in the morning and finish it okay that's so you, you jazzed up then about like being out of the slump as well yeah i'm so excited and i love with like four or five so books ahead of you to be I, it's a series that's why i'm yeah. so excited i'm so excited to be reading again which makes you sound so nerdy anyways what are you watching or reading well, uh, I'm going to continue off of spooky vibes. I had no idea that this was even a thing. Uh, did you know that Paul Rudd two years ago was in a new Ghostbusters movie? No. Yeah, there was a new Ghostbusters movie that came out in 2021 and Paul Rudd's in it. 
and there's these kids I, and Paul Rudd's a teacher and I mean I buy into anything with Paul Rudd but Ghostbuster stuff happens was Ghost, it good yeah uh, you know what it was pretty funny it was a, it was like a it wasn't it wasn't as good as the new or the sorry the old original Ghostbusters movies uh but I did enjoy it and I think that there's a new one actually being produced maybe to come out next year as well wow have you ever been to the Ghostbusters fire station in New York in Tribeca I it's right down the street but from I Taylor's on, apartment. On, oh, is it really? <laughs> so have you visited it? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> is there a Ghostbusters like logo on it? Yeah, I checked on, it out on Street View and yeah. it looked like there was. It, yeah, it's on the ground and they've got like a thing on the top of it as well. Okay. But yeah, okay. you should go when well, you're this, in Well, this, I mean like Halloween's coming up. So if anyone's looking for a uh, ghost or a spooky movie, I would say that that's kind of a fun one to watch too. Okay, so what are you listening to? Are you getting into fall vibes? Like what's this the vibe one, right now? This is one that's kind of out of left field. Uh, not surprising it's not music. music. Yeah, I'm going with a podcast this Ooh. week i've been listening to a lot of the podcast science versus which is like a really cool deep dive into like mm. one specific topic um episode by episode and they kind of not deep debunking isn't the right word but they say like mm. for example the, the most recent one that i listened to was on self-care so it was like science versus self-care okay. and it's like let's dive into cold plunges let's dive into uh gratitude journaling and let's dive into one other topic that's covered into self-care that i can't remember right now and they now. do it from like a scientific lens yeah so they oh, like just cool. review a ton of different uh peer-reviewed um articles that's and great have so you don't on have a ton to of different exactly and have <laughs> on a ton of different experts but if you want to they also have footnotes with all the references for the entire uh episode that they talk about that you can go and dive into a little bit more deeply if you oh, want to. Cool. So I think like for that one, sometimes we'll have like between like 50 and like 75 references. <gasps> oh, so if you want to get cool. deep into a subject and, and do the research yourself, you can. But um, Should we release all of our footnotes for all of our, <laughs> yeah, our research yeah, for this podcast? For sure. It'll all just be TikToks that we're <laughs> yeah, watching. Exactly. Um, but they do a really good job and it's a super entertaining podcast. So oh, if anyone's awesome. into that kind of stuff, check it out for sure. Um, what about you? What are you listening to? Um, I'm listening to Zach Bryan. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm really late to the game on this one. He's yeah. like country folk. So realistically, it's like a country singer merged with Noah Khan. I should like have been bought into it For a lot sure. earlier. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm fully on the Zach Bryan train now because he came up with a song oh, with my name in it. It's called Sarah's Place with Noah Khan. Oh, Kahn. okay. It's yeah, Zach yeah, Bryan yeah, yeah. featuring Noah Khan, Sarah's Place. And I was listening at, at my cottage the whole week because it's my place. And so I was just like <laughs> listening to it. Anyways, um, and he has a song with Casey Musgrave. I was going to say, he has a lot of other features, His right? new album's really good. Um, and I bought concert I bought concert tickets. I bought tickets to his concert this in March. This was one of the other tours that like sold out immediately and the ticket yeah. prices were insane as they well. They were insane. Right? Like, I, like, I actually uh, don't normally buy tickets in, like the 300s. Like I'm annoying like that. Yeah. I'll just try and go closer. But I bought tickets in the 300s because I was like, I'm not paying $400 to see. At the time, I hadn't even listened to him a lot. I'm like, I'm not paying $400 to see this guy. But I bought like just hundred dollar tickets but i also feel like for a show like that you're kind of there for him and his yeah. music and whatnot which is yeah. probably going to be good anywhere in the in everyone the says he's as loud as like the noah khan concert like noah khan was so loud because it's just like it's people not a, singing along you mean? yeah because it's not the type of music that you dance to right so you yeah. use your energy to like just scream the lyrics along oh, that's kind of so fun. that's the vibe so i think it'll be a really good show and i'm okay. excited for it but that's in march amazing what about our new ones here we're getting back into the new questions uh somewhere you went I didn't see my sweater that says East Coast, which I did not buy on the East Coast. I got this from Oak and Fort. Uh, oh, I was wow. out East on the weekend. I was there for five days. At your cottage. Yeah, at my cottage. If you didn't know, I have a cottage in Nova Scotia. And it was only my third time out there this year. But I went there like 
the three times I went were really like impactful times that I went this year. So I had my friends there in the summertime, but I was there and we closed up the cottage for the winter and planned out all the stuff we're going to do next year. Finally knocked down the massive wall that's in there so we can make some new rooms and like redo the kitchen and stuff. So there was like some plans happening, but I was at my cottage. And I saw that, that uh, shout out Dean put shout together Dean. like a heck of a deck up there. The deck there. is, he's told everyone about the deck. He's Ooh. all my friends. Like we're Dean, replying. It's looking like, good. <laughs> <laughs> the deck is huge. Like we ate Thanksgiving dinner out there. My sister and I were, had a cornhole competition on the deck. Like yeah. it's massive and it does like really make the cottage feel bigger too because you just have all that extra space especially because now it faces the ocean our deck was like wrapped around the back part of the cottage which made no sense to me why would it not be wrapped around the part that faces the water but a good now, relaxing time out there yeah it was really nice i read i got on my reading slump out there so nice. i think that's part of the reason why what about you where have you been uh so i went on uh, this gets back into the fall vibes uh i went on a hike the other day oh uh, do you to... wear like hiking shoes like are you that intense okay <laughs> actually it's so funny like it, i don't think there's a photo that was publicly up there <laughs> but i went uh with like siblings and partners kind of thing and I, the, the, <laughs> the outfits were wild. I was not wearing a hiking outfit. I, I maybe need to invest in some stuff to like tone down mm-hmm. the, the vibe, but I was wearing like these big like work boots essentially and a pink shirt and uh, like short Lululemon yeah. shorts and a backwards <laughs> hat. And I, I looked a little too wild, but I was out in Alton, Ontario, a little small town, Ontario. Alt- yeah. Like super, A-L-T-O-N? Yeah. Super cute oh. little town. Um, uh, and you're kind of like just outside of like Caledon-ish. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was a nice hike. Got out there with Brooklyn, my dog and Does she family. like hiking? She loves Does she it. listen or does she run away? Do you have to worry about bears in Ontario? I have so many nah, questions. I don't really. hike, so I'm no, like, I have no idea. No, not really bears. Not in this part of Ontario, I didn't see any bears at the cottage. I did see a, a lynx. Oh, wow. That's almost scarier. No, lynx aren't big. I thought they were but big. But don't they... they Maybe they get them? big. No, they're like a big cat. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like not like a big cat. They're like a cat, but, but like the, the size the of whiskers, a dog. The full whiskers. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, and then I also went to, this is, an, I think, in Aaron, Ontario, close to Aaron, Ontario, Goodlap Brewery. It's like a really cool vibe great beer but then also they have like a nine hole disc golf course they have like a pop-up place for really good food and like a little patio are they dog friendly dog friendly so brooklyn was out there hanging out hanging on the uh, picnic table you should make the brooklyn brewery tour where you can point out all the dog friendly breweries what a good idea brooklyn too what a good idea and finally what's something you did Something I did this week, uh, this is a sad time for me because this will actually come out after it didn't happen, but I'm not running my half marathon in Toronto or the marathon in New York City No, this comes out before the New York City marathon, but yeah. Right, but it'll be after Toronto, which I was also signed up for. For the half, right? Yeah, so I something I did this week was I'm in physiotherapy right now for my ankle because I rolled my ankle and... How'd you roll your ankle, Jacob? Playing soccer. and uh, (laughs) Playing rec league soccer. It was a stupid injury and I thought it was only going to keep me up for like a week or something like that. But because I've rolled that ankle a couple of times... It did it wasn't a full tear of yeah. one of the ligaments, but it was a near full tear. Mm. So it's it's been a slow process. I but mean, are you still like, gonna go to New York? Yeah, still gonna go to New York, still gonna watch the marathon and probably have a few more drinks at yeah. dinner the night before. Get now. inspired. You can meet up with us. We're going out for Haley's birthday. Which day? I don't know. All the days. We're there for three nights. We're like making plans on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else wanna go? No, but um no, I am really sad that you're not uh, running the half or the full it's gonna be the new yeah year. i had a good sign options for you for the marathon but did you just defer till next year 
I deferred for New York City, yes, and then I sold my bib to someone yeah, else for Toronto. Because Toronto bibs are going for an insane amount of money right now. I just sold it for less than the cost that I paid for it. What? I'm not trying to, not trying to gouge someone oh, for Oh, you should have. You should have. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, what about you? Something you did this week? Um, I've been prepping for my 1989 Taylor's version party. Oh, huge. Yeah, so I'm hosting a party for like 20 to 30 people. I don't really know how many people I invited. I keep saying 20 to 30. I hope that's how many people are actually on the list. Uh, and it's to celebrate 1989 Taylor's version. I felt like this is the album to do it because one, I love hosting parties. Two, I didn't want to throw a Halloween party. Yeah. And three, I wanted some like good feminine energy. And that album is all like that era of her life when she was just with her girlfriends at her Rhode Island house. So we're going to paint wine glasses. I got, I'm getting a massive charcuterie board and like, we're going to have custom cocktails and then fun. all this decor and just like listening to the album and like girly fun, making friendship bracelet energy. And I think uh, it's going to be Are there any time. ideas about what the like uh, tr other tracks, additional tracks are going to be? Well, one of them's called Slut, which I'm really excited oh, for. Yeah. There's no, uh, none of them say they're featuring anyone, but she always okay. has surprises up her sleeve. So I wouldn't be surprised. That's my favorite if album. 1989? Yeah. Oh, so good. I've been re-listening to it, like prepping for the party it and stuff too. It came out right before I went to New York once and I was like, this is... This is meant to be... I listen important. to Welcome to New York every single time I fly there. You have to. You, you have, have to. to. start off season two and we're changing some things up we've told you guys already that there's a few changes that are happening the first one obviously being the longer first opening segment but the other thing is that we're not actually gonna do a weekly voicemail almost called it mailbag and we've been doing this for like 32 episodes now <laughs> now we're gonna move to a monthly voicemail format which i think is fun because then we have like the opportunity to like dive into a month's worth of questions yeah throw all the best questions about. at us and exactly put it all in one this is a completely voicemail dedicated episode as a reminder if you have a question for us or you want us to react to something or give you some advice you can email us at talkingfastshow at gmail.com or you can message us on instagram at talkingfastshow you also dm each of us whatever whatever way carrier pigeon whatever way you want to get a message to us we will try to talk about it here on the show are you ready for our first ever full voicemail episode i'm ready sarah what is the que first question the first one is how do you handle burnout both socially and from work this is a good one yeah i feel like we've like touched on this like and again the nicer part about do you like a go ahead I was gonna say the nice thing about a full voicemail episode, I feel like we can like dive into everything a little yeah, bit more because sure. instead of just squeezing it into 15 minutes at the end of the episode, but I feel like we've touched on this, but never really like really dove into yeah, it. Yeah. Do you experience burnout first and foremost? I like how you asked that as if I don't <laughs> text you when I'm feeling burnt out and having a mental breakdown yeah. for the audience. Yes, I do believe it or not, because I get a lot of questions based around this and like, how do I keep up a busy lifestyle and this and that? Um, I do experience burnout, but I'm really good at knowing what I'm about because burnout is like the feeling in my opinion of like the final straw like burnout's like the rock bottom of it it's yeah. when you're like you don't want to do anything you're like i'm done with it all i'm really good at stopping myself before i get to that point now i don't Are think you? i used to be i think i'm better i'm not now. judging you i'm judging for myself i'm just like i don't think i am a lot of the time yeah <laughs> i i think i used to be someone that would burn myself out and like commit to too many things and try to be everything for everyone and I'm a lot better now. So for burnout, what do you do then to get back on track then? Well, I text Jacob and say, I don't want to do any of these things and I don't want to go to any of these events. And he goes, I got you. And then tells people <laughs> that I can't go. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll stop going to things that I think will drain me a bit. So like, that's why I don't go to as many like events or any of that stuff anymore. Um, I'm really not afraid to like tell my friends, like if I can't 
see them because I'm feeling this way. And th- and that's only like, that's like a final straw. Like I'll probably usually try to see my friends if I can. But yeah. if I feel like I need, really need a night at home or I'll try to like always schedule a night into my calendar that like allows me that time when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. Are you the same? Like for me, it's, I need kind of, if I get to the burnout point, I need a complete reset. It's mm-hmm. not so much that like, oh, I'm burnt out with, kind of work-related things let me go and like maybe like just socialize more mm-hmm. see some friends and whatnot I'm like I need to decompress totally yeah, yeah. decompress not see anyone clear my schedule and do nothing yeah. for like a solid four to five days and oh, then I'm for back that long. Okay. yeah yeah and it's not like I'm not going to be working in that that period or something like that but it's like just let me it just like yeah I needed that after like traveling Europe for three weeks, even though that was such a good experience, it's like I need downtime after Travel. like mm-hmm. getting exposed to so much and traveling so much and just being like all good stuff, but like still stressful stuff, right? 100%. It's and like well, I, you're not home, you're not in your routine. I, uh, I, so where you take those four or five days all at once, I think what I do is I just take those and spread those out throughout a month now. Right. So I think it's more so like one day a week. I really now, I never used to be a homebody. I used to like have plans every night of the week. I really now like value like at least one night a week where I don't have to like do anything but be in my apartment and like get to choose how I want to spend it. And it's not that doesn't mean I'm necessarily like sitting in bed just reading or like watching TV. That's not what I'm saying about doing nothing. It's just I have that one night a week that allows myself the option to do whatever I want. So if I want to go to the mall and I want to like browse around, I can do that. If I want to sit in bed and read, I can do that. If I want to make a last minute plan to go see someone or go on a walk. It just, it allows me the space to have one night that I can just choose whatever I want to do. Yeah. And I think there's, if you're experiencing burnout, like this is maybe also one other tip that I would have is not have that one day that you set aside for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like don't label that as a, oh, it's a good day for me to catch up on other stuff. Like let me oh, not true. see my friends yeah. or like say no to a work engagement so I can like get ahead on stuff that I'm maybe feeling behind on. It's mm-hmm. like, don't do any of that at all. A catch-up day is not is so different than a rest day and like one that's actually going to get you back on track. Yeah, that's true. But I think it's just knowing yourself is like the key to not burning out. But I think everyone burns out at certain points or with certain areas of their life, whether it is friendships, whether it is work. And also, I'm not afraid to like at my day job. I'm like very open and honest when it's like with my business manager or with my manager and just saying like, I like hey I'm just like not in it today like and I'm really like not afraid to say that or or say hey like I I need to take a mental or we have mental health days or if we need to take um I took the last two days off of last week off just because like I was kind of feeling burnt out and I was like hey I don't need to stress out and like try to find out a way to work from home when I'm away at my cottage I can just like dedicate that time to chilling and it really worked because I feel a lot better now Jump into question two for voicemail. Uh, how, and this is actually a good one to tag on to what we were just talking about mm-hmm. as well, I think. How do you balance social media uh, slash work and making time for friends and family? Do you use any organizational tools to manage all areas of your life? Um, I could use them better. Um, <laughs> I I have a Google Calendar that I would like to imagine if I lived and died by, but I really don't. I, I use it mostly for like big events and so the, the podcast and stuff I organize based off of that, but I'm really, I'm not like the best. I'm not the most like organized person. That's why Jacob's here. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm more of a left brain. I'm just so much more of a creative than I ever am. Someone that like is really good at like scheduling and all that. I can do it. I yeah. just like, so I don't want to. Like it's almost like I just... I imagine in my brain that I can just remember everything, which obviously no human can, but I just like, 
in my brain, like look at my calendar the week before and go, oh, I know I have this, 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 and I won't even double check things. But then my life got too busy that I had to start actually putting it into a calendar. That like night before or week before, like the Sunday mm-hmm. night check on what's going to happen yeah. leading up to it and then prioritize stuff in my mind. That's what I do. Yeah. So that's what I've started to do a lot more now just so I can like, especially when it's the mix of like my full-time job and then like filming branded content and stuff like that as well. Um, but how do I... I- Sorry, go Sorry no, you go. I was also going to say, it's also because for me as someone who's self-employed or some anyone who's like might be freelancing or, or kind of on contract-based work and that kind of thing, the other thing that I'll say is is knowing, and this kind of goes back to the other question in terms mm-hmm. of balance and avoiding burnout, is kind of knowing when like the waves are good, you want to like get your surfboard out yeah. and then, you know, maybe it's going to take a little bit more effort and time mm-hmm. or your time in your schedule. But then when like things are chill, like you're saying, know when you don't have a ton of responsibilities to yeah. like say to the people that are maybe asking you to do things, hey, I need a day to kind of chill. And that's, um, I think also like to going off of that, I think the way that I actually manage to like keep everything afloat in my life between like work, relationships, um, personal life, whatever, is because when I'm productive, I'm productive. Like, yeah. I, I'm not yeah, somebody same. that's, so when everyone says you're so busy, I'm not like so busy every single day. What I do is like, I like, I'm really a time blocker and I'll batch things. Like I'm just, if I'm like, so today wasn't a day I was feeling, well, this morning I felt super productive. So I like got a ton of stuff done. So then this afternoon when I was like, I hit a lull and I was like not really feeling it, I didn't have to like stress about it because I'd already like put all my productivity into the time when I was feeling it. So whenever I feel productive, I just really take advantage of it. Like I really like, if I'm in that type of mood, then I'll just do like everything on my to-do list and then... I'll allow myself to chill when I need to chill. For sure. And then the other thing too is like take action when you think you you are starting to feel nervous about something. Yeah. Like if you're feeling disorganized, don't yeah. bite it off all at once, but like do something for five minutes that's going to help move yeah. you in the right direction. I I'm think. really bad at being avoidant on email sometimes. Like if there's an email in my inbox that I know is going to call it, like I need action on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll like, I'll leave it there on unread I, for a while and then I have to come back to it. And then sometimes I'll open it. I'll be like, oh my God, this is the easiest thing. It took me two seconds. I, I stressed about it in the back of my head for no reason. Do you do that? I have a star system for email. Everything gets read immediately as soon as it comes in and then a star system. Like, on importance? flagging it on importance of when it needs to be responded Oh, I'm really bad. So what I do is I leave everything on unread thinking I'll go back and read it and I never remember to go yeah, back and, and read it. Yeah, and you just have that massive notification yeah. number yeah. on your phone, oh, yeah. which I can't deal with. I have, have like 18,000 on my <laughs> really? email. Except for I just watched a YouTube hack, not YouTube. I just saw a TikTok hack on how to get rid of them all. So I'm going to go do that at work tomorrow. Damn. But okay. it's, I, yeah. I never have, I never have one on. on okay. But up. my day hey, job, have different my things day, for different people. Also my day <laughs> you, you're job. You're probably CC'd on a bunch of garbage. Exactly. I'm CC'd <laughs> on all this distribution stuff in the whole building that I don't need to know. Yeah. And then it gets so, you get so, once you get so far behind now, what's the point? Yeah. So, but my person, my regular email probably is a couple hundred still, but some of those are receipts that I'm just I'm saving. I don't know. But to answer the question, I think when you're trying to balance any busy part of your life or like all the things in your life is just about prioritizing. We've talked on this podcast about friendship tiers. We've talked about um, how you prioritize your time and like just being a good, um, being like good with time management. I think I just at a young age learned how to be good with time management and like learn what things are the priority. Like if something's priority and Jacob's like, you got to get this done for tomorrow, like I'll get it done. Like I'll never not like meet those deadlines if I am told I have to. So it's just- Well, on my side of things, just in like our working relationship as well, it's like there's there's constantly, and this is not just you, it's like every client that I have, but there's a long <laughs> list of, uh, of importance that 
uh, get sent to you. Yeah. So most of the time I'll have a list of things on the go that's like, Sarah will get this in three days, Sarah will get this in like two days, or this is like a today thing for Sarah. <laughs> that's, that's often what happens. <laughs> I'm and like the I, Hoover I, Dam I, of emails. And I only, know, I only know it's like really urgent when I get a text from Jacob going like, you really got to get this done. And, I'm, <laughs> and then I'll do it in like two minutes. I'll be like, okay, sorry. It's, but yeah, I think it's just learning with time management and how you prioritize things is how you, I don't know, there's no perfect art to it. Like I obviously, like I think if you ask my friends or family or other things, there's like areas I lock in yeah it's not like you're outwardly perfect like I think there's always ways to be better and as Jacob would probably say there's probably ways for me to be better in my working life too so we've always said to our audience we really want to give advice on like things in their life and I feel like this one's actually like the first time it's like a big piece of advice someone's asked us for dropping some tea here dropping some tea a little bit so we just want to reach out to us and say my brother's girlfriend just moved into our house with us and we don't get along and then it was dot 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 the eye emoji. So I'm assuming Whoever she's asking, this what in, do I we do? Love to, we love to hear the tea. I know. I, I'm, I'm just more so I'm so flattered that like was someone there, wants to come to us to ask about Was there any other this. context or like that's what we have to no, go off No, because of we're going... So this is my issue. My only issue with advice is I want to then ask I'm like, how old are you? Are you? Yeah. Are you able to kind of move out? Are you... Uh, are you the younger sibling? And is it your older brother? How many people are in the house? Are there a lot of people? Do you have to share like a close bedroom? When you say you don't get along, are we talking like you're fighting all the time? So there's layers to it, but we're just going to have to go off of the I mean, very little information there's that definitely we have. advice that we can disperse here so why don't oh so why don't you pass some wisdom first what would you say well i first and foremost i'm a big i'm a big supporter of like take your personal space and take it mm -hmm. seriously so i empathize with you in this situation that mm -hmm. like that is not a fun place to be in and you're totally fine to be like wanting a solution out of this as opposed to just like dealing with it well which, and i think especially like coming into your space in your home is like that's a really personal thing right like it's 100 you have your own routines you yeah. have your own like the interpersonal relationships in a family situation it's is already huge. so complicated yeah. and then if you're bringing another person into it who you already know you don't get along you with, could you could like them and that could be a nightmare situation yeah. for it's them like to it's like in. when somebody you could become roommates with someone and then you realize that they're like yeah. there's like fundamental things you don't get along for with. sure so if you don't exactly if you don't like them that's a tough situation to be going into but i would say like first and foremost if you can i would say leave, leave. i would say leave <gasps> find a way to leave okay, now, what I if know this person is like know, 16 years old well, 100 and that's where i say the caveat is like that's probably doesn't sound like that's a solution mm -hmm. otherwise maybe you would have done it um but I think that like drawing boundaries in any relationship is huge. So like not just letting stuff fester is probably the best option here is to like have a conversation a maybe with the brother mm -hmm. first because that's like a closer relationship maybe and uh, maybe an easier way to kind of go about um, to go about like discussing that mm -hmm. and <laughs> finding more information. Maybe you don't have the information, right? Like, is this going to be a long-term thing or is this like for just a few for a months week yeah. or a month or something like that? Um, yeah. Because yeah, hopefully it's a temporary thing. And that would be my other thing. It's, it's just like remembering that <laughs> this is temporary. Either one way you're going to like move away from this space mm -hmm. or they're going to leave one way or another. So this is Jacob's really like nice like that's good advice like you you're coming from a very like you like spot. slap that person so where mine comes from is growing up with sisters um <laughs> and like you say you don't get along yeah like i say there was a solid six years with my sisters and i did not like each other we like actively like did not get along right and so when it comes to like your personal i literally moved to the basement like i put two floors between us because like we didn't get along okay yeah fine define your personal space so i think define your personal going. space 
you literally like I there was moments in time where I would not speak to my sisters for months at a time like we just would all live in the same home and like just like avoid each other essentially just what's the age different not the only just shy of two years two years different. Yeah, yeah so um so if it's your home and it's your home and it's your like safe haven and you don't need to interact with her if you don't like her and if you don't get along right. i agree then, with that for sure and then that also causes you less stress like if you just go into it in a pro- and look if you have to have a conversation with your brother about it then have a conversation just like look you know we don't get along so i'm just gonna like do what i can to like protect my peace by like not speaking to her yeah and it's not out of a spiteful way it's not out of a way of like yeah it's not your responsibility to overreach and like become best friends with this person it's not and so it's just if you're doing it out of a place of like look i'm actually just trying to make sure that we can both live here in peace and not cause any issues then just like ignore and just like carry on with your life and and as long as you've had those conversations you're saying that you're not doing it from a spiteful place then i think you're fine yeah I mean, lawyers would tell me not to say this, but like, I would say also maybe like set some booby traps or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't let the pranks be traced back to you, but get that going, perhaps. Okay, Sarah, next voicemail question. Um, And this is a good one. Do you have any advice on making meaningful friendships to avoid loneliness? I, yeah, I I like the fact that this person asked about meaningful because I think there is a difference between like friendships and meaningful friendships. Like, like the, I think what they're looking for is someone that's more of like a confidant, like someone that's like a deeper rooted friendship. And I think the way that that happens is literally just being like such an open and honest version of yourself. That's what I said too. In my notes, I was just like, because I was thinking about this one. Yeah. Like, it is a good question. And it's something that I think most people want, mm-hmm. especially when you're, you're an adult and you're like, okay, how do I make new friends? You don't just want to have the friends that you're going out to the bar with mm-hmm. or something like that, right? You want to have someone who's maybe going to end up in your wedding party. And those people can be the same people. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but, for sure. So as an example, like, I don't know what, I'll actually use like our last guest. I'll use Tara as a great example because Tara and I hadn't even met a year ago and now she's one of my closest friends right. and one of my most meaningful friendships. And I think a lot of that came from the fact that from the first time we hung out, not even just one-on-one, we were with a group, we were like having real conversations about like real things we were dealing with and the second time we hung out we were having like further like actually just like deep conversations like we weren't how do you get into those conversations i i kind of just like were you are I, you just like an open book with new people yeah and i didn't and i i've talked about this in with my therapist before because i don't know what it is about with new people i just like feel so much more like open and willing to like yeah to okay. share which is like weird. Maybe it's because like I think all this surface level stuff about me you can find on the internet. So like oh, if I'm actually talking to you and meeting you in person and we're having like a meaningful conversation and I'm like want you to get to know me, I'm more open. Because but are you nervous about that? Because like for me personally, and I think a lot of people as well, it's like it is, it's like a very nerve wracking thing mm-hmm. to be super vulnerable with someone new mm-hmm. especially if you're the person who kind of has to take that first step in a friendship where it's like someone says maybe someone says like an offside comment and you're like oh like i'm actually dealing with something kind of like that yeah but maybe op- that's why i like do it so early so that it's like it's like all my cards are on the table and it's like yeah. all of my newest friendships i've like i've talked about this with like my therapist a lot like i'm actually a more authentic version of myself with my newer friendships because one they're getting to know the sarah of today like they there's no preconceived notions there's no like this is how she was when she was 19 or like when we right. met you know like right. sometimes you get stuck in the age it's almost of like easier doing that with easier, new people than i guess 100%. i agree with that but i don't know i've just like maybe it's just in the past year it's been a different approach for me but i'm just not afraid to be the person to like 
dive in deeper a little bit now and it's I have seen a way more payoff with having meaningful friendships than just a bunch of like fleeting like like oh let's go grab drinks and you have nothing to talk about like well yeah that's the other side of like vulnerability and then kind of nerves that surround it is that you do have the payoff of like feeling closer to someone because Mm -hmm. of that and then most of the time they'll open up to you as well which is how you grow a meaningful uh, relationship but if you want to grow a meaningful relationship you have to start with like how are you actually going to meet friends and how are you going to meet new people yeah i am not and i'm an extrovert so like if this person's an introvert like i i can't like speak to maybe that's different but like as someone that's an extrovert and i'm a people person i'm never afraid to be the one to reach out and the thing is most people want to get reached out to like who do you think is going to like if you go hey like would you like if it's a coworker, maybe coworker that you get along really well at work and you're like oh i'd like to see if this becomes like a non-work friendship like I always yeah. joke with my friend Libby like we became non-work friends like the non-work friends are the ones that you get from one job and you take on for the rest of your life yeah. whereas there's a difference between that and work friends but maybe you're like oh I get along with this person I'd love to like grab a drink with them or coffee or dinner or whatever like almost everyone wants to feel I mean by almost like everyone wants to feel like loved and appreciated and like valued so like if you're reaching out to somebody that you already have a good rapport with and you go hey like would you like to grab like dinner i want to check out this new restaurant like would you want to go after work like they'd well, have I to be think, such an asshole to go for sure but i think that's where no, the line is drawn for happen. a lot of people though is like i find this too is that a lot of people uh those qualities that you're saying like love and appreciation yeah. and like passion and that kind of stuff those are often uh qualities that people reserve for like a romantic relationship mm-hmm. like you want your, your partner to kind of just express that with them but like those are qualities that, that you, you get in a friendship have in a friendship for sure and that's where you get meaningful friendships yeah. as well where you can share that with other people yeah and not just reserve that for romantic relationships but if you're looking for like tangible things like what could i take today from this podcast as a way to actually like meet new people um there's literally groups in toronto that are made for this there's facebook groups that are it's like there's like single women specifically or like not just single women but like women um looking to make friendships and if they're all going to the same event they meet up those types of things like there's like organized events like i mean like taylor swift dance parties like those things like that are like like-minded individuals yeah just common interests exactly yeah for sure or like i went to a live podcast in chicago with my friend and we got seated at a table with two people that i'm still like I interact with on Instagram or so like if I went to Chicago again, like I'd go grab a drink with them to this day. Like like you put yourself in those situations with like-minded people, right? If you're like in those similar situations, rec sports is always a thing as well. So I think like just putting yourself out there is if you want to find meaningful friendships and not just like fleeting ones, you do have to be the one to put yourself out there and it's a mutual like. And have, it will be reciprocated. Uh, and if it's 100%. not, it's like that's not, it's not the meaningful relationship that you're looking for. Exactly. Anyway, exactly. Like you just have to put yourself out there. Like I can't preach that enough if you want a meaningful relationship. And t- to go back to the question as well, to avoid loneliness, because mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of people feel. It's like it's an easy ticket to avoid loneliness if you are putting yourself out there sometimes in these exactly. kinds of like common interest places. And like, and again, vulnerable. these people don't know you before. If you're like, I'm not the person that does that. Well, now you are. Just be that person. Yeah. Like, like be like, the guy like suits uh, Richie who just wears suits. You can just like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're I don't know what you're talking about. The bear? Oh, on, on, on the bear. What did I say? You said on suits. Did I say, oh, no. Okay, I messed it up. Okay. <laughs> I meant his suit thing. You meant Richie. Did okay. I say that? Yeah, I thought I thought it's fine. Be Harvey Specter. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I mean, lying about a legal degree. We cut that line. <laughs> Our next voicemail question is: What goals so far have you felt like you've completed of your 2023 goals? Because we're sitting at the end of October. There's a couple yeah. months left, so this is a good like check-in because then you still have time to 
you know, complete some more. So what are some goals that you've completed I this year? I think we talked several episodes ago, like we kind of touched in on this of like goals we had for the year. Mm-hmm. And now it's like looking at it from the perspective of what we completed. And I remember back when we were talking about that in the previous episode. I don't I remember like, what I said. The <laughs> only one that I had left to do, I was like, yeah, it's going to be running the New York City <laughs> Marathon, <laughs> which like we said earlier is kind of not in the yeah, cards but- right now. But what I've what I've learned, the learning that I'm taking from this now is uh, how uh, it's okay to, and then mm-hmm. also how important it is sometimes to be able to, in your mind, revise your goals. Mm-hmm. So now my goal is to get my body healthy again. Mm-hmm. So I started physiotherapy and now it's like, okay, let's get back to the baseline of uh, my physical health by the end of the year. And that's yeah. the new goal. Um, so we moved the goalposts quite significantly. Yeah, but um, you also like one of your goals earlier in the year was to beat your previous marathon time. And you did do that earlier yeah, this year. Yeah, that wasn't the yeah. same year. So this was going to be your second marathon this year. Yeah. Which I, is already an insane feat <laughs> <laughs> that you even wanted to run to in a lifetime, let alone in the same six months period. Yeah. So I did beat the time. Uh, and like I said earlier, it'll be deferred until next year. So like, it's still a goal and we're just, we're moving things along. Um, maybe by then we'll bring a bus of talking fast. Yeah. We'll do it listeners live. and we'll all commentate. <laughs> You'll have a You'll, microphone you on. cycle along. <laughs> we'll do a live podcast. Maybe I'll run it mics. with them. Oh God. No, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> what, about, what about you for uh, 2023 goals? Um, actually someone on TikTok. this is always crazy to me when people like remember things that I've said. Um, Apparently I'd put out there, like I actually normally make a video at the beginning of the year with my goals for that year. So one of my 2023 goals was to live more active, healthy lifestyle yeah, and not for the purpose of like losing weight or trying to look a certain way or any of that. Because I think early in the year I was really caught up in like that and was struggling with body dysmorphia and stuff. But my goal switched to being like, no, I just want to live an active lifestyle and just want to work out just to work out and like feel stronger and better and see like changes in like my like physical health. Yeah. And that's like been a, yeah. And that's been like, and honestly running did that for me. Um, when I like started in May, I just went on one, I went on two runs, ran three kilometers and was like, I need a goal to work towards. And that's why I signed up for the half. By the time this comes out, I will have finished it or will have died on the side of the course. And we don't know which one's going to (laughs) happen, but that's been something that's been like, I now run just because I want to crazy. It's a crazy concept to me. And like, just because I feel like my body craves it or like now I've been doing like F45 and not because I'm like trying to like get a certain physique or a summer body or like I'm going on a trip and I need to like, truly I'm just like working out because it's after it, like I have the hit of endorphins and I feel really good about it. And then now like each week I do a hit class, like I can feel, oh my God, maybe next week I'll do a push up like not on my knees or like they're just like little things like that. And it's for the purpose of, myself and personal fulfillment and goals and not for vanity which is I don't think I've done that since I was like in high school so that's amazing and I feel like if any if that resonates with anyone which I feel like it would that is like I feel like we also talked about that Mm -hmm. with Cassie Day the episode Mm -hmm. with Cassie Day where she was talking about the similar things about not or how a lot of people kind of get into it for aesthetic goals yeah Whereas, yeah, getting into into it for for the lifestyle and, and feeling good and and it that's is, what I want to. I just I, when I changed the mentality of like, no, I want to be like the person. It was like when I started reading a lot. I was like, I want to be the person that reads and always is a good book recommendation. Now yeah. I want to be the person that runs and like can talk to you about like how like good is for your mental health and how like you can just feel so much better if you just go for a run or in some days even if it's a bad run it's still like a run is still a run you do feel you like- have any imposter syndrome around like we were just kind of talking about it uh in in kind of just 
deciding that you can be the type of person to do something when you start something like that i mean yes and no i think a benefit i have is i just tell the entire internet i'm doing something and then that holds me accountable <laughs> right but it's, i mean that's it's true and like i don't care if it annoyed people but i did it and like that's why everyone knows i'm running this half marathon and i don't shut up about it because if i don't like I th I'm, I'm doing it for myself and like I go out for those like 10Ks, 15s, yeah. like whatever yeah. for myself and you have to do it yourself. But there's like that little thing in the back of me that's like, okay, well, like you said you'd do it. Now like, oh, like pony up, do it. Like that's like, it's I was watching this. It's good to continue the habit. To, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but now when I'm doing like the, do I have to go to a, like 7 a.m., 7.45 a.m. F45 class for like the internet? No, I do it for myself. So yeah. like it's, I just kind of decided and you just have to do it once and then my my mentality with all of it is like the first time is going to be the worst time and it'll be the hardest time. And then I'll be better every single time after that. And then also I got to get like, now that I've been running a lot, my cardio is really up and my soccer team is going to face Jacob's soccer team in the yeah, winter. We found and this out the other day when we were talking I, about podcast scheduling and we're I was just like, Oh, I can't do Thursday this nights, day starting like yeah. November 16th. And Sarah's like, Oh, is that because you're playing rec soccer? So if you like come out my ankle knowing that it's uh, it's <laughs> oh, a little soft. Oh, I would never, soft. I would never do that. <laughs> Two no. foot me to that. But I'm just like, like even then, I'm like so stoked. I'm like, oh, I've been running so much. I'm gonna be so much better at soccer this yeah, year and stuff true. like that. Anyway, so just that's probably the biggest goal. Um, do you have any goals that you're still trying to like hit for the end of the year? For this year, I don't think so. I think I'm in Your a period goal, now of like. Let me just rest. rest. I like yeah. that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not chasing anything for the rest of the year. Oh, I, I like that. I don't I don't relate to that. I can't I wish I could. Oh, and that's really fine. Yeah, I'm not saying that anyone should else no, should do that. That's I, cool. I just no. feel like for me, that's where that's where I'm at right now. I still have like this itch to go on a, I've never traveled like truly solo. Mm. And I thought I'd get that fulfillment of a solo trip to my trip to Budapest for work. But I ended up becoming really good friends with my host. So I just did everything with her, which yeah. is a good thing. Like I made a friend, but I kind of thought I'd get that fulfillment of like exploring the city by myself. I've never really done that. So I like my, I still have this itch maybe to try and book something by the end of the year to just like go on a silly, goofy solo Sarah adventure. But we'll see. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray. Well, maybe not that because she. Eat, pray, love. She does it like after a divorce. So. Oh, <laughs> not eat, pray, love. Uh, just, uh, just eat maybe like good food. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of leads into the last question that we had. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. What's one province or Canadian city that you would like to visit but haven't been to? Um, I think I've talked about this before. I've never been to Vancouver. Right. Which is very off brand. I feel like I'm a preacher of traveling to Canadian city. Maybe that's where I should go on my little solo trip. I don't know anybody in, in Vancouver. Vancouver. I don't know anyone there. Where would you, when would you do it? I don't know. When, when, like, can I not do it in November? Is it cold? Uh, <laughs> it's is nice. It, isn't it but warm <laughs> all the time? I don't know. It's temperate, but it's not. Temperate. Interesting. Okay, Why not well, though? Go and have an adventure. Anyways, I've never been to Vancouver, which I feel like is just like off brand yeah, as a that's whole. A, yeah. I feel like I, I, I love traveling Canada. I like preaching about traveling to Canada, but yeah, I've never. Mine I'm an is, East Coast girl. Mine is similar. I've never been to, uh, I've been to every province, but I've never been to Vancouver Island, which is one thing. I would I would love to go and check go out Tofino, Tofino Victoria, mm -hmm. Nanaimo, Nanaimo, Nanaimo bars, um, home of Nanaimo <laughs> bars, notoriously uh, the sweet, sweet tooth coming through, yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. Um, and because I've done all the provinces, now I feel like I have to do 
the territories as well. Oh, so I, I would love those, to do the territories. Those are like next on the list. Oh, uh, I have a friend that lived in Northwest Territories for like an entire summer. I think just tree planting or doing one of those things. Oh, and I incredible. was like, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to do the. T- I think I've done BC. I just haven't done Vancouver. Yeah, and I haven't been to Saskatchewan. So after that, it's like, I, what were you in Saskatchewan for? Just driving through. Oh, okay, you drove. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, speaking of travel, our last question of this voicemail segment is very fitting because you and I are both heading to New York City. Yeah. Same weekend. Are we going to hang out or avoid each other? We will see. But you were supposed to be running the New York City Marathon. I'm going for my friend's birthday slash. I have another friend that is running the New York City Marathon. Yes. So I'm going to go cheer Jade on. Um, How long are you going for again? I'm going four days four days i'm just going friday sunday oh you're just going to friday sunday yeah. i'm just doing friday to monday okay yeah friday like night to monday. Monday. <laughs> friday yeah well like at, it was because of the marathon is the time. itinerary set because this no, question is no all I- about like so that's tips. actually that's why it's kind of exciting so i'm excited to hear your tips because you're a big new york guy you get tattoos in new york and stuff i um always oh. doing the same things when i go so i um no i don't have an itinerary set yet so why don't you so what we're gonna do is we're gonna break break up into like three things like something to eat something to do and then just like something random to experience in new york okay yeah what do you got everyone talks about new york city pizza and my favorite pizza in new york city is bleaker street pizza in the west village it is around the corner from the friends apartment it is also across the street from marie's crisis and via carotta which via carotta taylor swift is often seen at with sophie turner that whole area is really vibey really cool bleaker street pizza is where i drunkenly end up every single time i'm in new york i always burn the roof of my mouth because i get so excited is it to grab eat these and slices. Go? it's like a slice yeah. But it's like, but Jacob, I can't even explain the slices. Like they have this buffalo chicken pizza. No, but that's what it is. It's not like sit down. Well, like I get to sit. No, yeah. It's like grab a slice. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I sit down when I'm there. But For sure. I have these iconic, every time I go there, I take these iconic photos of me with these massive slices the size of my head. Like, <laughs> and they never turn out good. They never see the I internet. I miss those. The I miss day. the king slice by uh, oh UTM my God. over here. Oh my God. King, or big slice. Big slice. Rest in peace, big slice. Big slice was everything. There the, was literally like the something size of your sketchy face. happening in there. I, I used to get free pizza at Big Slice because the guy that made the pizza liked me. <sighs> that, is, that is a Toronto It was incredible. Score. But okay, Bleecker Street Pizza, Bleaker Street is, pizza the one the... is the one in the West Village. Because like a lot of the bars in the West Village and everything, but I literally will go out of my... like I'll be hanging out in the East Village and I will take an Uber to the West Village to Bleecker Street Pizza to end my night there. <sighs> wow. It's the best. That's huge. It's incredible. So Bleecker Street Pizza. But I'm also going to give a special note shout out to Whisk and Whiskey in Brooklyn. It's in Park Slope. And they actually just went through horrific flooding. So they have a GoFundMe set up. Oh. But they, I hope, I'm hoping that they're going to be open. I doubt it, but I'm really hoping they're going to be open by the time I get there at the end of the month because um, it's a women BIPOC owned restaurant during the day. It's like a cafe. That's why it's called Whisk and Whiskey. So the one woman's a baker and the other one is a bartender and they're best friends and they open this restaurant together. So it's like a coffee, they have oat milk lattes on tap. Like it's a coffee shop during the day. And then at night it turns into a whiskey bar. Okay, but they cool. also do brunch and they have like really good snacky foods and stuff. And it's a really cool spot in Brooklyn. So whisk and whiskey. Shout you out. need a reservation? No. It's like very hole in the wall. Like okay, I know of it because my friend lives in the area. Like it's really cool. But it, honestly, it's, it might be where I end up watching the marathon from because it's oh, like really? a really cool spot. And they do brunch. Oh, they have I drag gotta, brunch. Okay. Oh, cool. So um, what what's your food? What's your food suggestion? For okay, New York? it's this place. I think it's called Ruffian. I think that's how you say it. Some people say Ruffian, but um, Ruffian? It's just pronunciation. Yeah, it's in the East Village. I think I've about, heard about that on Dumois. So it's just around the corner from Tompkins Square Park, mm-hmm. uh, in a really cool location. If you also want to do like a little bar hopping or something afterward, love the East Village. It for is a bar like hop. a little wine bar, and then they do a tasting menu, or you can just order off the menu. 
it is some of the best food that I've ever had. Really? Yeah, I went before a concert once and they are just like, it's also kind of a really small spot, but the servers there are just so knowledgeable. If you like wine, like that's a spot to go because they're just so, Ooh, maybe so I'll note good. This down. And the list is long as well. Um, and it's not too expensive. Is it smaller? Will it fit like a group of 10 girls that I'm going with? Ooh, probably not 10. <sighs> yeah, I know. So I got to cut some people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they still have their patio open, they might be able to do a bigger okay, long true. table, maybe. But it's, it is so good. That was like, oh, that's I think cool. it's one of my top three meals that I've ever had. Okay, next up is what is an activity we would do in New York? What about you? Ooh, okay. So for activity, you actually tipped me off to this one because you kind of said it at the beginning of this. I tried to get a tattoo here is just a walk in the two times ago when i went to new york and then last time that i went to new york um i got we like Haley and i went and we got they opened it at like noon or something like that on the weekend and we went immediately to get our names on like the walk-in list mm-hmm. and they were like well we actually just opened none of the artists are even here yet so you're going to be the first on the list you can just probably stick around for the next 15 minutes until <laughs> an artist each kind of shows up for you and then they can do whatever you want uh, they the artists are so good, the prices were What's the place super called? reasonable. It's I think they also market it as the oldest tattoo shop in New York City, which is cool. It's called oh, Fun City Tattoo, also in the East Village, um, also around the corner from Tompkins Square Park. Uh, if you want to have make a day of it, I've tried to get a tattoo in New York. I don't have any tattoos, and the only times I've tried to get tattoos is in New York. I've tried to do it three times, and every time it's like we're like it'll be meant to be, and then the list is always full. We're like, oh, guess we're not getting that. I know. I would out. say go on opening and go to Fun City Tattoo and like. They do an impeccable job. I think it's one of my favorite tattoos. I got a pylon. <laughs> I think I might even talk about it on the show before. Um, but got a pylon there, and he kind of just almost freehanded it and was just like, "You want how much shading do you want? And I was like, oh, a little bit of this. And he just like went for it, and I looked out, and I was like, this is perfect. That's cool. Um, so that would be my activity. If you're into tattoos, go and do Maybe that. Maybe I'll go get a tattoo. I'm going to go to that, get a tattoo, and then I'll go to that wine bar. I'll just leave yeah. the whole group that I'm supposed yeah. to be hanging out with. <laughs> My activity would be, if you've never been to New York especially, is to walk the High Line. Yeah. And even know about the High Line really until like when I went a couple of years ago. And at that time during COVID, you had to like book a time to walk it. Right. But you don't have to anymore. It's just a free... Um, it used to be like a train track and it is like above the city. It starts at Chelsea Market and it takes you all the way up to Hudson Yards. And it's just like one, it's faster than just like walking that with like street For lights sure. because you're like walking above the city. But And also if you're like someone like me who loves like you know apartments and like sneaking, looking, looking into, into the apartments apartment. i know i love doing that because there's some like luxury apartments there's down there and their windows the are so close to the and you where can you're walking. look and like sneak and then like look how much the rent costs while you walk by or like yeah I, and but also there's some beautiful gardens they have like coffee shops there's always people like um i don't know playing music and whatnot and you yeah. can stop you can sit you can just walk and you can go up and down at a few d- different yeah, spots so, so you like so if you start at chelsea on. market like grab a uh, uh, lemonade or something yeah. or some food at one of the stands and then you just then walk go, along yeah it. go down check out something else go back up it's yeah. cool it's really cool the highline is like one of the hidden gems of new york in my opinion so and taylor swift sings about it so it has to be good Heartbeat on the High Line. Once little, in 20 minutes. Little, little extra one. Tag on if you're on the High Line too. Check out the Little Island, which is like that new <laughs> island that they built on piers out by like some of the other piers on the west side. Oh, really? Super cool. It's got like a cool amphitheater, also a nice little park. Oh, and I haven't heard about that yet. Yo, it's, it's amazing. <gasps> it just opened also. I think it opened right in the middle of the pandemic or just before it Ooh, as well. It's cool. Another note. Okay. And then one other bonus, if you have any other suggestions for things to do in New York. A bonus one for me in New York City. Ooh, okay. What did I say? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> did you not write one or is it? No, I did, but I did. Okay, if you 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 have to 
if you're not a runner, you're not going to like this one. But like, <laughs> listen, if you haven't run Central Park, you're you're missing out because that's a really good tip i really want to run in central park and in the daytime not in in the daytime yeah central park is so huge and i feel like every time i've gone to new york city which is a bunch of times i've gone to central park and kind of checked out a different part of it so like we'll spend a day and like do a picnic down in like one area the Mm -hmm. next time i'll go i like checked out um you know the imagine circle and that kind of stuff and then did the boats another time but like it's really tough to see a lot of the park if you're just walking because there's it's huge can't cover as much ground so if you're running it's like a good opportunity to do it in the morning my favorite one of my favorite activities i've ever done in the city is go out run central park in like early morning like 7 a.m okay i was like how early we talk seven's reasonable six would be even better like before it people say it's the city that never sleeps right but like it's quiet at that time so like the park isn't busy you kind of feel like you're in a movie because there are just a few random characters walking around it's you know it's like a romantic time romanticizing your run exactly (gasps) oh i love that i might do that if i'm not totally like against running after my half marathon maybe (laughs) i'll run in new york uh what about you bonus i was just gonna say my bonus is like Go to an area that you've never been to before. So every time I go, I try to explore an area I haven't seen before because it's really easy to go and like fall into the routine of going yeah, to the same spot. So like either take a new recommendation from like one of us or explore a different neighborhood. Um, I like two times when I was there, I, ex- I like really explored a lot of like the Upper West Side, which I'd never really been to before. Which is really cool because like the best part about New York, it's all these different pockets of and places, it's so right? Big. It's so big. There's so many different pockets. It's like Toronto. Like you can't say you've like like been to Toronto, only been to like the CN Tower, right? Like there's so many different. Never like, been to the East Side. Yeah, if you haven't <laughs> been to the East End. So it's like there's the East End, there's West. There's like it's, it's the same idea that there's so many different pockets, and I, I have the most fun when I experience different pockets in New York. I agree. I like doing that too. If like setting a spot for dinner, mm-hmm. and then just deciding yeah, like let's bar go. hop a little bit after that, that. Let's just like check out places that are not on anyone's recommendation list yeah. and just stumble upon and them. go into different boroughs. Go take the bridge and don't just walk the Brooklyn Bridge and go to Dumbo because Dumbo isn't actually Brooklyn. The one it like is photo fake. spot, yeah. Dumbo <laughs> is fake Brooklyn. Go into Brooklyn and experience like, and I'm saying Brooklyn as if it's like, I, like I haven't even been to other places really other than that, but like just go to different boroughs if you can. Like I think apparently Astoria's got like incredible food and apparently like Queens. Amazing like, architecture too, like the yeah. old brownstones that are just, I just like hate when everyone's like, yeah, and they only go to Manhattan Yeah, when it's like you're missing out on so much cool stuff like Park Slope and has like the incredible park there that the same guy that designed Central Park also designed that park and he says that one's his more perfect one. So it's mm-hmm. like you should run through that park. True. Anyways, there's just like other areas of New York that New York is not just Manhattan so make sure you go and explore other areas as well. And don't go to Times Square. Not worth it. Don't go. It's not worth it. I only had to go there a couple times ago because I had to buy shoes at H&M. It's the only reason because my shoe broke. And the Krispy Kreme store is never open. No, like they, their side window. Really? The side window never open. Yeah, it's not Huge worth it. Huge disappointment. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this voicemail episode of Talking Fast. As a reminder, if you want to leave us a voicemail, we don't take literal ones yet, but maybe one day we will. You can shoot us an email at talkingfastshow at gmail.com or shoot Jacob a message, me a message. You can message us on the Talking Fast Show Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We will be back next Wednesday. We'll see you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.